Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. Uh, AB, first, a little announcement, a little skit. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you didn't All tell right, me about go. this beforehand, but That's sure, fine. I'm ready for You'll the skit. You'll be able to get it. The, the chemistry <laughs> carries over to impromptu skits. <laughs> AB, can you imagine listening to and enjoying the Rosecast without sharing it with your like-minded Bachelor Nation friends? It's unheard of, Rim. Inconceivable. <laughs> that's the skit. That's it. <laughs> hey, also, stick right. If you thought this episode of The Bachelorette was bad, which it was. We okay, d- Rim, that's your Did you thing watch now? the proposal? This, Did you watch? Your, yeah, I'm that guy now. Did you watch the thing? proposal? Did you watch no, the proposal? No, I haven't had time yet. I was hoping you could give me a download on what's going on. I, I, I didn't record it either. So. What the, what's your problem? I'll go to ABC and watch it, but I, I need to know if it's good or not. So I'm, I was hoping to get some of that today. It's probably more likely to be on E-Bombs World if you wanna, if you catch my drift. <laughs> it's crazy. It's pretty wacky, not safe for work. I will talk about the proposal at good. the end of this. We had several requests for that. It is nuts. Also, AB, air conditioning is out where I'm at. In my little studio here. No air conditioning where I'm at. So if I take my shirt off, it is what it is. Don't be caught off guard. Wow. It's hot in the Midwest right now, too, folks. Cocktail party. Let's let's get it going. Let's get to... Okay, let's get to going. Let's get right into things here. Carried over from the last episode of Cl- uh, where Clay went home. DNP. Wrist. Um, <laughs> those sports. Those sports reference. Someone, hey, someone pointed out, speaking of Clay, someone pointed out, like... Right as he was leaving, he like he was getting up and he like used his wrist to push himself. <laughs> someone pointed that out to me. Someone texted me that. Okay, I That's didn't funny. notice, but someone said he just like lifted himself <laughs> up off of his chair with his wrist. I don't. I'm not gonna. There's uh, Clay is like ninth on the list of people I would accuse of faking an injury in yeah. the show. Yeah. Um. Maybe we start with Blake. He asks Becca how many kids she wants a little early, but I'm fine with it. It's just, it's not something that Nick Vial ever even got around to. So yeah. uh, we applaud that. My question to you is when will AB admit that Blake is a true contender? Uh, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Not how? quite there. How, Sway? I you didn't see know. these two chatting it up, I, just, making I mean, out on the bunk bed? Yeah, it was hot and heavy. It was great conversation. I just, I just don't know about this guy yet. 
uh, the boys are talking about David, the dummy who fell out of his bed. Yeah, they're acting like he's suffering from some terminal illness. And I said he didn't get his miracle. leg blown off in a war. Maybe relax a little bit. <laughs> They're acting like it's a true miracle that he's coming back. They're saying things, and he even said something about it. Um, they're saying things like, I can't believe he made it out and stuff like It's like, what do you mean? It wasn't like a situation where you could give up and you'd die in this. It's not It's not a fighting situation. Like You just broke coma. your nose. You, you're just going to heal. That's It's not a choice. Now that we've seen him. I don't know why they took him out on a stretcher. No, you can walk fine. out with that injury. He looks. I've seen people getting. I've seen way worse, way worse stuff from. When have you seen worse? What are you talking about? Just like a, a boxer at the end of the fight looks worse oh, than okay. David did after falling from the bunk bed. I figured, and they were blurring out his face like it was going to be something. No, they, they just wanted us to tune in. I don't think that was like too graphic to show. He, he had a that's bloody nose. That's what they nose. were trying to. That's what they were trying to hint at that it was too graphic. But it was. It was just a. It was one black eye. From a broken nose. Chris said, what he endured, we wish upon no one. <laughs> I mean, he fell out of bed. He had too many running cokes and fell out of bed. It's not <laughs> It's not that serious. Did you think, did you expect him to look better or worse than he did? Worse. I mean, his nose is broke. Big deal. He's got black eyes from a broken nose. Everyone knows that happens. Um, before we talk about David's actual return, do you got anything on this one-on-one time with Jordan? Becca gives him those dope gold shorts. A um, little something there. A little. I mean, she's either playing up that he's the villain and wants him there. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it, truthfully. I think. You think right as she was about to walk off, one of the producers just throws her those gold shorts to give to him? I think this is obviously producer driven, but Becca's made a lot of solid decisions in her time as a bachelorette. The one I can get behind most is accommodating. The, this clown absolutely Jordan. she and look hey buddy hey, she calls him buddy like hey buddy old pal here's <laughs> here's a prop do something funny with this prop i'm here's some hilarious skin tight short shorts <laughs> yeah. like you to rock if you give those to somebody you can't be mad when they prance around in them later no, i mean that's no, 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 no. yeah <laughs> he had to wear those uh the sympathy is through the roof when david returns instant rose and then bedtime for dave that is how you it's do a, a cocktail party <laughs> a <laughs> this joke is a, this is a joke he shows up with a hospital bracelet on like he's he still needs to go back to the hospital for one is a great move on his part pointing ahead gif smiling guy <laughs> <laughs> he says something like that's what kept me going talking to you on the phone that's what kept me going again what, like he was gonna quit or again. give up <laughs> again. Pull the plug. again there's nothing that needs to keep you going and what you're at the hospital you're gonna get your nose fixed and then you're gonna go home and heal there's nothing nothing you need to keep going about it's not as if becca was all you had left to live for yeah. the prospect <laughs> of continuing your life should have been enough to keep you going <laughs> david talks like a work email just overly formal. You'll notice it now that I pointed out. Just overly <laughs> formal senses in casual situations, especially his little speech to Becca. But who are we to judge? It worked, A.B. David is, it's becoming clear to me he's not here for the right reasons, though. He's too focused oh. on Jordan. He's making little comments about Jordan. Uh, he when he's when he gets the rose, he's like, hey, hey, hey it's good to see you, Jordan. <laughs> There's a lot of rivalries we've seen on this show over the years, and they last two or three episodes. This is going at least five, because next week they have a two-on-one date. So, to me, yeah, you're right. David really hasn't said a lot about Becca 
it's always in the con through the prism of how can I throw in a jab at Jordan? Yeah. And he's not as funny as Jordan. So he to me, he's losing this battle. And it's not as if David's an awesome guy. Jordan's, I'd much rather have Jordan around than David. I agree. Rose ceremony. Colton, Chris, and David have roses already. Before we get to the roses, did you get, what was this tracksuit thing uh, with Nick? I didn't understand it. Uh, I would, it was the most random thing I've ever seen done. Maybe the least explained mini storyline. There's, there's absolutely no explanation for why he was wearing a, a weird tracksuit to the cocktail party where everyone's in suits. It made way less sense than Jordan walking around in his underwear. Way less sense. That, at least that fit his character. Like, yeah. we don't know anything about this guy. I didn't even know his name. I said, why is this random guy wearing a tracksuit to the, <laughs> the rose ceremony? Do they have a stand-in from the crew? I don't I just didn't get it. It was the, one of the worst gimmicks I've ever it was, seen it was, show. it was a minute and a half, basically, yeah. <laughs> where they're like, oh, shit, he wore a tracksuit. Is that is that going to is that going to come back to bite him? And then he got the third rose. We didn't even have to wait that long. And then that was it. Yeah, it was very bizarre. I didn't know if I missed something from the previous episode. No, I don't think so. Roses, Jason, Wills, Nick, that's the tracksuit, Kristan, Lincoln, scumbag, Blake, <laughs> cute. Garrett, <laughs> Leo, I got some descriptors. A little, a little descriptors, a little descriptors. <laughs> Garrett, Leo, John, Connor, Jordan, Jean Blanc. No roses. Mike with the long hair. Ryan, the banjo guy, who was Man. on the, the after the final rose after that last season, and people were excited about him and talk about a dud. Ab that guy. Ryan brought nothing. I had high hopes for Banjo Ryan Rim, really high hopes, and he he wilted under the pressure of the of the bright lights. Rim, he he didn't have a single on air comment. I forgot he was there until he was let go. I had to look up his name. No yeah, absolutely. Look it up. Um, yeah, big big letdown. Probably a top three letdown this season. Obviously behind Grocer Joe at one and two. Um, <laughs> Right, AB, let's go to Garrett's one-on-one date in Park City, Utah. What do you got on this one-on-one date? They obviously just they just walk around downtown. Cute little shopping date. Chemistry's Anything. there. Chemistry's there right away. It's apparent. She she leaps into his arms, wraps her legs around him right from the jump. A little strange for a first date, in my opinion. Good sign. Um, good but sign. But yeah, good sign for Garrett. She keeps going back to how Garrett reminds her of home and her dad. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to top? Who's going to top that? You'd have to, there would have to be a murder in your history to, to go down any notches. Not your history, but you gave me a look. His, Garrett's history. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's going to be tough. Garrett's, Garrett's a leader here. He's a leader in the pack. But nothing special happened on this date, so we go back to the house. Um, Lincoln thinks the earth is flat. Do you want to address this? Do you have any problem with this? Lincoln's having a tough week, Rim. <laughs> you couldn't have a worse week than Lincoln just had. So no, he's I mean, got... You, you can't get convicted of a sexual assault and then I'll be on national TV talking about the earth is flat. It's... Yeah, I mean, this dude had one of the worst weeks I could think of. He's he's obviously an absolute moron and a shitty dude. There's yeah. no other... <laughs> nothing else to, to really say about it. He says, if you look at a plane, everything you see is very flat, right? And it's like, no. No, absolutely (laughs) not. And then, uh, I mean, I've heard a lot of flat earthers explain it. Um, You had like Kyrie Irving. There was another football player that did it recently. Tons of 
dumbasses have tried to explain <laughs> flat Earth, but this is the dumbest of them all, Rim. He, yeah. he, he says friction is the reason that we should believe the Earth is fr- flat. Friction. There's some uh, good, <laughs> there's some arguments by the flat Earth people that are like, Kind okay. of tricky to disprove. Yeah. They're like, ah, guys, yeah, like, it's take I, me a I second. Don't have, take me a beat. I don't have the the information. I'd have to do a research paper to disprove some of the stuff they say, but it could be done. But, like, but Lincoln's just like, why doesn't the water fall off? I'm like, well, <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I mean, that's uh, you got me. <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. I can't even. I can't even so come dumb. up with an argument explain. against you. I can't even explain. Well, I mean, if you want to get deep into it, if the water falls off, that means there's like a there's a bottom. Like, what's pulling the water off? If the grab there's not gravity. Like, and, <laughs> just. In, <laughs> All right, that's all we got on that. He doesn't deserve much more time. Hopefully, he's gone soon because I really don't want to have to talk on the yeah, awkward comments about how Lincoln. he is in real life. We liked Lincoln. He, obviously, he, this he can't come back from this with us. Sexual assault and the flat Earth. No, thank you. No, Rim and AB are strongly against both. No, yeah, that's right. Speaking of flat Earthers, Rim, the Kyrie Irving Uncle Drew movie. Are you interested? I'm gonna go see it because I have a movie pass. Obviously, if I didn't, I wouldn't ever see it. But I'll <laughs> check it out. I bet the theater will be live on a on the Friday night. Of <laughs> I agree. The Kyrie I Irving agree. Movie. No I doubt agree. About that. Right. I think yeah, this is a must out. see in the theater situation because the crowd is gonna be hyped. It's gonna be lit in that theater. It's gonna be me and a bunch of like fourteen teens, a bunch of teens. Yeah. All right. It's gotta stink. Obviously, you're not thinking it's gonna be good, right? No. The commercials aren't even good. They don't make sense. No, Obviously, the six six guy who with handles is not as old <laughs> as he looks. It's not that tough to figure out. <laughs> All right, so that's flatter talking flat Earth. Um, back on the Garrett one on one date, bobsledding at the Olympic track. Ab, what a date! What a wow. dream date for Rim. Holy dream date smokes! For cool Running's Rim. They call him. They they have called me that. That's not even. <laughs> There goes Cool Runnings Rim. People forget Rim and AB were the Cool Runnings team for yeah. Beer Olympics years yep. ago. We've dressed up as the Jamaican bobsled team. That's a fact. So a couple of people who are about as good at us at bobsledding, Valerie and Sean, the silver medalists <laughs> at the 2006 Olympics. Surprise twist, AB. Uh, they're married with kids. Let's cut to Garrett's face. What did you think of Garrett's reaction, knowing what we know about Garrett now? <laughs> Telling. Rim. Really? Oh, Mary, I huh? Didn't, I didn't think, no, I, I didn't even think it was, listen, I ran this back like the damn Zapruder film. I was watching this from all angles, trying to see if I could glean anything from this. Nothing? Zero stank on his face. Okay. Oh, are you a little hot? Are you hot, AB? Are you, do you need some air? I'm <laughs> sweating over here. <laughs> what I, what I was, the direction I was going was. If we didn't know what we know about Garrett's social media... He would be the number one guy in all of our books. It's just hard to look at him without thinking about that. But I'm saying in this specific scenario, no one would have thought anything of his reaction. I think it's fine. He goes, oh, awesome. Obviously, he's putting on a... Obviously, on the inside, he's thinking, like, we got to get those kids out of this home ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Something terrible. <laughs> yep. But yep. at the time, I was like, like hey, this seems fine. Listen, these two are in sync, like Becca says. In sync. Now, it's a little weird that Becca seems like she's ready to go all in with him when they haven't really had any kind of talk. No, they haven't. But from what we've seen from Becca, she's if you're a hunk, she's in, and then we'll figure the rest of it out later. And <laughs> no matter what it is, she'll probably be okay with it. Yeah, he's a, he's a great-looking guy, and he's a big-time player in this competition. 
Stick around for the power rankings. I'm excited to see where AB puts him in his power rankings. Mm-hmm. Did AB mm-hmm. put effort into his power rankings this week? It's, <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Never know. Let's go to the nighttime. Quote from Becca. I feel so secure with Garrett. I trust him completely. Wow. Full trust, huh? Full. <laughs> you don't want to even like similar to ABC. Maybe you should check some. There's a little background. Let's a little internet Google search maybe first before you have full trust in someone. Just my take. It doesn't take much these days. No, it, her trust seems pretty easy to earn. And like I said, if you break it, all you got to do is we've seen it from Colton and people forget Connor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Connor was basically like sorry, and then she's all good again. So. Garrett doesn't have much to worry about, unfortunately. What do you got on this? Uh, were you shocked by this reveal as I was? I was stunned. Garrett says he was in love. He was married and got a divorce. They were married after about, I think he said, what do you say, a year and a half of being together? They got engaged and then uh, they got married. And then a few months after the marriage, she found out about some racist tweets and she divorced him. <laughs> 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 that he didn't say that, that last happened? part. He didn't say that last part, but that's what happened. Uh, she did a deep. She got all to know of his me. weird things that he believes started to come out, and <laughs> you don't. You don't really. You, number one, married for five years here. The one of my congratulations of advice. When's your anniversary, AB? It's gonna be soon. It's July twenty first. It'll be uh, okay. Um, but one of my biggest pieces of advice is, is living together before you're married. Yeah. And I don't think Garrett did that. Okay. No, well, I mean, we don't know for sure. That's crazy of you to imply. Anytime, but anytime someone you. gets divorced like a couple months after being married, obviously something went wrong when you start, when you got into real life living together situation. So, All right, AB. Shout out to AB. No one for sure. This makes Becca visibly uncomfortable. Now, it's mm-hmm. been two years. She's squirming. She's squirming. It's been two years. She's like, oh, shit. She's thinking of all the things she said to the camera that were just outlandishly (laughs) optimistic (laughs) on this guy. Now, it's been two years. Garrett Garrett seems to have a good perspective on it. He does. He he says, the next time I say I love you, I want it to be with the person I'm spending the rest of my life with. Decent little line. Mm -hmm. Here's my take on this, A.B. When this came out, I I was stunned. Someone married this scumbag is my first thought. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> I was like, hmm, Becca is treating him like Colton in that all he has to do is say a couple lines and all is forgiven. But then I thought, like, what, why, would, why would you be that upset about this? No, Even, it's just- So what? He got married and divorced, and now he's looking for the right one. Hopefully yeah. it's you. Kind of stinks you're not going to be his first wife, but, you know, if you, if you think you're right for each other, who cares? Listen, number one couple, I was own. Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Ashton mm-hmm. Kutcher's have been married before. You got to know that's Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, the number one, uh, number one couple in the world. So that's a fact. Who cares? Those that's are a facts. fact. Period. Look it up. <laughs> those are facts. Google those two shopping at Fairway in Iowa, small town Iowa. Good couple. All right. <laughs> do you think he should have volunteered that information earlier? No, this is the perfect time to do it. And I really enjoyed this because it was a real ass conversation. You don't, sure. and we've we've been harsh critics of other bachelor and bachelorettes when they don't have these type of conversations. So I I loved it. You could argue maybe he comes out with this on night one to just put it all out there. If no, anything, no, no, they might no, bring no. you you know if he maybe makes him stand out a little bit more. This was his first date. You could also argue that maybe Becca shouldn't have 
been hearing wedding bells every time she saw him <laughs> a little bit maybe pump the brakes a little before you get to know the guy but overall fine fine scenario i think maybe there's a tendency to because he seems like a, a d-bag in real life to maybe shame him for this but there's no reason for that these no. two are these two are destined for each other anyway granger smith ab can you believe they got granger smith <laughs> holy smokes <laughs> the guy has some talent rim here to let you know, the guy's got a good generic sound, bad They're stage presence, but he's got the passion, Rim. The passion I'm looking for in a singer. Just a little quick, quick scouting report on quick Granger scouting Smith. report on Granger Smith for C- country music. He's right. got a little something to him. All right, I, um, I'm tired of country music randos yeah. on these dates. I'm very tired of it. Get somebody new, maybe an illusionist. It would be neat to go watch an illusionist <laughs> together. I don't maybe know, a, something comedian that hypnotizes people. <laughs> yeah. Something fun. Something I'd like different. to see. The, just something switch to mix it up. Just switch it up. Like the no name country artist. Uh, it's every episode. Is, it's literally every it's unnecessary and it adds nothing. Back at the house. Date card, Jordan Chris, blah, blah, blah. Everybody but Will's AB. Wow. In your face. That's 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 in my face. That's a shot at AB cross <laughs> AB's bow directly. <laughs> the group date. Um 13 dudes lumberjack stuff. Needless to say, not a date that AB would thrive on in real life. No, there's a couple things here. Number one, I I wrote down that Becca has a borderline lumberjack fetish. I don't know if you noticed oh, yeah. that. Yes. Like too into lumberjacks. Yeah, <laughs> Way the too into it. was weird. <laughs> and then uh, touching on what you said, I can't think of a worst date for me. Can't think of one. Lifting logs and using chainsaws? Can you think of something that I would be more less comfortable with? Um, you'd probably be more comfortable with chainsaws than what they actually used, which were long, like, band saws. <laughs> yeah. You'd be toast on those. And splitting the logs, there's no way you'd get... Side note, the, some of the logs didn't split. That, that didn't make sense to me. That's nothing to do with the guys. Nothing to no, do with the guys. nothing to do with the some guys. Some of the guys were swinging it so hard, and it wasn't making a dent in the, the log. It had nothing to do with any of their strength. And then freaking Jordan just comes up and, like, throws it down like I would, and it splits in half listen yeah. i'm i would be out on this lumberjack date this is the date where i would make up some story oh, your finger, about your finger thing no 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 no. i'd make up a traumatic you know something that oh. happened to me as a kid remember that girl last season where she couldn't bumper do cars. bumper cars <laughs> because traumatic injury yeah i'd come up with something traumatic about lumberjacks and become the uh the sad story of the episode i'm all in on that um a little tip, if you ever do have to flip a log, it's not about, a lot of these guys couldn't get the logs up. It's not about how much you can curl AB. It's about physics. That's what, these logs are 400 pounds. None of you guys can just lift them up. You got to get down. You got to crouch down. You got to push whole body. your whole body. And yeah. as you're going up, you got to walk down the log a little bit because then you're lifting less of it. You, sure. You motherfuckers don't get fulcrums and that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Only notable thing about the competition, in my eyes, was how two seemingly normal dudes- out of nowhere, just scaled those trees, the timber. Yeah, that seems <laughs> like nowhere. something that seems like when they're climbing those trees, that seems like something you would need years and years of practice to do. And they just do it. John, the Silicon Valley engineer, can just dominate a lumberjack competition <laughs> that he was terrified of participating in. That to me, that seemed fishy. I'm wondering if they're stunt guys. John, holding it down for the Asian community out there, Rim. 
He yeah, got the I, trophy. Awesome trophy, too, mm-hmm, by the way. Mm-hmm. This was a cruel date in the sense of you just had these guys lifting these things. And then if you couldn't lift it, your girlfriend just sat there and made fun of you with the other guys. <laughs> That's, that happened to multiple people. Where they're just all snickering in the back because you can't lift up the thing. A very cruel date. Agreed. Nighttime. Uh, I've got some notes here. I I got nothing on Colton and Chris talking to Jordan. Jordan won. The, he had some funny lines. There's a Rosebag situation. Text we'll get to about this. I got nothing on Jay. Do you just want to get to the John Blanc meltdown for is the ages? J- but first, is Jason a contender, Rim? No. Okay. I didn't I mean, think so, but... On paper, the, you watch and you go, she really likes him. He's not screwing anything up, but I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> Jason, come on. Come on. Can't be, can't be Jason. It's not going to be. <laughs> no. He's a good kisser, though. That's a fact. <laughs> According to her. I don't know if I would agree. I wasn't there, but from what I saw. <laughs> let's get to the Jean Blanc. Hyperventilation. Are you just going to skip Colton getting all mad about the shorts? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. I don't really. It was. It was. It was. An, the Colton and the rest of the guys didn't know that she gave him the shorts. Otherwise, it'd be a no yeah. issue here. She gave him the shorts. He had to wear them. No big deal, Colton. And it's like, it wasn't even a good confrontation. Relax, guys. Colton it, was just like, you're not here for the right reasons. And then Jordan obviously owned him with some hilarious comebacks. <laughs> and then Jordan walked away. Yeah. Or, and Colton walked away. It just wasn't. We've seen that scenario too many times in the show. This this didn't stand out. The Jean Blanc thing was unprecedented. So I want to skip to that. Okay. First off, Jean Blanc gets her a gift. Naturally, a fragrance. Called Miss Becca Blanc, which raises some questions. Is Blanc your last name? Do you think it was? <laughs> I thought that was a first name situation, all first names. Jean Blanc, it makes, but she calls him Jean, so I don't know. Blanc is not anyone's last name, to my knowledge, <laughs> no, in the world. No. <laughs> okay? Absolutely not. Also, why would you put your last, if it is your last name, why would you put your last name on the, the label? It doesn't. It would be like if you got somebody a perfume thing and it was like you call you put Miss Becca B because or no that would make sense because there's nothing there's no well, explaining. Go ahead. Also, Rim, it's it was M I S S Miss. It wasn't Mrs. John. Bl- like if you're insinuating that she's married to you in the future and it it should be Mrs. John Blanc. M R S. M R S. Yeah. So Miss and then using his last name makes no sense. You following well, taking, me here? You, yeah, you're taking me <laughs> you back me to here? like the days because I haven't I haven't had the MRS versus MISS debate in my head since like third grade when some of my teachers got married mid year. If she has changed her name to Blanc, it should be Mrs. Weird in any sense of whatever way you put and it, but at he least admitted, make it right. He admitted, I know you want to have a hyphenated last name. So I, I don't know, cross it out and put the hyphenated last name then. Blanc. <laughs> Very little effort here. And it was no. For my font people out there, the most basic script font on Microsoft Word. Very cheap. Embarrassing. This, this thing, was, it was a cringe-worthy gift here. Just, like you said, embarrassing. And then he's he tries to, he's, he says, I got a secret for you. And then he sneaks a kiss that she did not want, an unwanted kiss. I think he said, I, a, I would like a kiss. And then he, they kiss. That's what that was. I don't. Okay. I think she was expecting it, but was like, "Oh, haha, pretty lame." And then she like little peck. <laughs> then we got a parade of losers. 
Leo interrupted John Blanc. So then Lincoln comes in. Then John Blanc interrupts Lincoln. Bing, bang, boom. Jean Blanc is back. I was tweeting something out and I looked up and I'm like, wait, how is Jean Blanc back? <laughs> yeah, right? it was that quick. So fast. AB, this is one of those times where I could barely look at the screen. <laughs> and I was watching live, so I couldn't fast forward. I couldn't do it. What, give me your take on this. Coming back for that second talk was an absolute mistake. This guy kept digging himself further and further into a hole. And he sent himself home. Like, he was fine. He was uh, yeah, was he even in danger? I don't he think he was, was in danger. He was fine until that second conversation. And that's when it all turned horrible for him. A nightmare. So, for people who didn't watch, a lot of people listen and don't watch, especially okay. this season. Tell them what Blanc, happened to him. Jean Blanc gave a little canned speech, which had a lot of, like, classic lines. Mm-hmm. He's bringing out, and when we say lines, we mean like things you say to try to get a rose, desperation things you say to try to get a rose. So he had a lot of lines, and he ends it by checking not one, but two boxes on our famous love tears mm-hmm. scale. Number one, I'm truly falling for you, followed up with, I'm falling in love with you. Wow. On a group date. You haven't had a date yet. No. On on a group date, week four, he hasn't gotten a group date. Did he get a group? He got one. No, he got the one group date rose. Yeah. Yep. But it doesn't matter. No. We're splitting hairs here. It's week four, uh, and there's 25 people left. We talk a lot about, like, they had to do this because it's that time in the season. You ha- This person had to say I love you because at this point in the season, everyone said it. I've never seen someone so openly follow that to a T. Except do it way too early and and discuss it later, like saying he had to. He felt like this is what she wanted. Becca was completely flummoxed, and she was basically like, "Well, I mean, you know, we're on a TV show. Let me walk you out, <laughs> <laughs> and I barely know you. I can't say I'm with you on this one, buddy." <laughs> I mean, what did he expect? To, what genuinely? You ask yourself, what are these people thinking? What did he expect? her reaction to me. I think he got his episodes mixed up, like, when he <laughs> needs to say certain things. He's, he got it mixed up. That's the only explanation. You, you didn't have to say this. You didn't have to come back at all. This stunt backfired big time. He was probably safe if he just had, like, one weird group Yeah, he had a weird, gave him, gave her a weird perfume with his name on it. He could have survived that. He could have. Yeah. Had yes. a good conversation on the, at the nighttime of the Rose, uh, ceremony the cocktail hour he could have had a nice conversation there and saved his ass instead he just kept going deeper and deeper so this was bad enough but then when they're walking out he's like uh so uh what about the gift (laughs) i didn't know what he meant by this i thought can i have a gift back so i can like peel off the label and give it to my next girl To me, that just was, he realized, when he's walking out, he realized, oh, this is, like, I'm not going to be on the show anymore. I need to squeeze out a little more, (laughs) some more drops out of the camera. But then John Blanc, already in unprecedented, uncharted waters, basically said he didn't mean what he said. And only said it because he thought that's what Becca wanted to hear. I mean. Do you think he was thinking, like, there was any chance at this point that he was going to be back in the competition and that was his, 
last ditch effort? Do you think that? Because he was in between the, you know how oh. some places have two doors? He was in between the two doors, like halfway outside, pretty much. You know how the, you the know? second door hadn't been opened. The yet. second door was not open. First door they were through. They were into the little waiting area right before it was the in cold. limbo. Yeah. Yeah. They were in limbo. So he was basically out the door. Do you think he thought maybe he could get back in that first door by saving Grace there? No. Or was he just trying I, well, to, do, uh, no, was he just trying I to mean, save face at the end? Do I think this is tough because it's tough to get into the mind of Jean Blanc. Do I think <laughs> Kelowna sewer? <laughs> he was high on some fumes. I'll put it that way. Do I think that he thought that if he admitted he lied about saying I love you, that that would benefit him to the point where he would <laughs> not be sent home? I think it's possible he thought that way. <laughs> it's tough to imagine. It hurts my head to think that someone could think that. But with this guy, anything is on the table. I thought this guy ha- was he was having some good weeks earlier in the know, season and then he, this this comes out of nowhere. I he just went, don't understand where any of this came from. He went from like, oh, that's kind of a quirky backstory on the first episode yeah. to like, hey, watch out. I think I said watch out for Jean Blanc <laughs> yeah. 2 weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe He's, a hometowns well, guy. Well, I th- a couple weeks ago I think I said he this is the guy that's staying out of the drama. He's just here for the right reasons and then he cr- Dialed he, it up a notch. He dialed up. He created his own drama for some reason. Crazy. Well, we'll never forget him now. Ever. No, I'll never forget John Blanc. Um, <laughs> Becca shouldn't have even walked him out the door. Ab. No. By the way, after that, just push she it sh- over and be like, "All right, yes. see, guy, <laughs> get out of here." Like, like kicking a guy out of a restaurant. Like you've yeah. had too many here. <laughs> anyway, this uh, quick reenactment. All I've been asking for is honesty, and if that wasn't honest, then. And then, like, silence, and then John Blanc goes, all right. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. That was it. I guess I'll leave. All right. Well, see ya. (laughs) Um, What do you make of Becca's... Do you think Becca overreacted by canceling the the rest of the date i mean to me it should have been in one ear out the other get this idiot off get him out of here it's easy to say that when you're not there though like her she had to be more dumbfounded than us rim yeah she had to stop the night the night had to be stopped there's no no way you can continue after that it either had to stop or you got to lean into it and toast to jean blanc getting yeah. the boot with everybody else <laughs> one or the other i'm not sure if being mad was the right way to go about it um i think it was just a dumb guy it was crazy it was crazy well her bad mood leaked into the next day yeah. before the one-on-one date with wills she almost breaks down in tears. She's really struggling with it. You know, AB, it's almost as if she's been on a dating TV show for like nine months straight and can't handle this insane emotional ringer of getting engaged yeah. and broken up with Being and in that getting engaged later. All eyes on you. Maybe in, give this woman a break, intense, a couple week break or something like that. Intense pressure for the last year on Becca. We're jo- we, when, she, when she was broken up with by Ari... We kind of were like, well, if this worked out for her, because now she's the bachelorette. Yeah. But now we're seeing this woman have a mental breakdown in real time, because it, it's too much. It's tough. Alrighty, B, um, what do you have to say about how sensitive and caring Wills is in this tough situation? You also know, in your face. <laughs> I still have not sold on Wills. When Wills was first announced to have this one-on-one, I thought, oh, maybe this is the first guy that gets let go on the one-on-one. Oh. But I think the John Blanc stuff actually helped him. Because Will's the sensitive guy can come in here. Uh, he's not going to, it's not going to be too much about Will's. He's going to comfort her. It was a good situation for Will's and he knocked it out of the park. 
No, you're right. If if the Jean Blanc situation didn't happen, I can see him. I really could, and I like Wills. I could have seen him going home because he is exceedingly boring. Yeah, and I can see Becca not having a like. If she were looking forward to having a fun time on that date, it ain't Wills. She didn't. It wasn't Wills, but Wills was the right guy for this date. Absolutely, his personal brand being a good guy skyrocketing. Right, his DMs are exploded last night. (laughs) I'm gonna come clean with you, Rim. Please do. Big storm honesty. in Iowa all last I ask, night. All I ask for is honesty, AB. That's oh, here we I'll go. You didn't you. see this part. Let's hear it. I didn't see most of Will's date. There was a big storm in Iowa. You know, they're cutting back to the newscast room and the weather yeah. center. They're showing the, the storm. I didn't see most of Will's date. They cut basically most, the almost his entire afternoon date. And then I cut in like after they got done talking. So I didn't see any in the of afternoon nighttime or the nighttime talk. The nighttime. Oh. I didn't see any of the nighttime talk. I just saw them. I think I went. It came back right when they were kissing, and he had a rose on his his weird oh, nice. outfit. Well, that was the best part. He did have a weird. What was the scarf about? And he had one of those. <laughs> he had one of those dress shirts that doesn't have a collar. It's a little it's much weird. for me. Um, recap of the Will's nighttime date. Will's uh, had a was about to be was talking marriage with his long term girlfriend. Okay, and she he's in his words she asked for a hall pass. Oh yeah, it got it got weird, and then he was like, "No, like the movie." Um, never seen the movie actually, but Hall Pass, like Andre Kirilenko's girlfriend, who's like, "You can be with one person yeah. one night a year." That's the Hall Pass. Hall Pass movie. I don't know if you know. You've been married for five years. I don't know what you know about Hall Pass. I've seen Listen. the movie. <laughs> okay, I haven't. So we're not on the same wavelength. <laughs> so anyway, so then he said no to that, but didn't break up with her. And then he saw her with another guy at like their go-to anniversary spot. <sighs> it was hard. Hey, heartbreaking. Wow. Heartbreaking. Which leads us into Becca. Her heart was broken. A little common ground there. Is that what you're telling common me? Common ground. Those two. Con- it was a good date. Those two connected. Okay. Now, Wills is, he has shades of like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> You'll see it now where he's like not looking at the camera and kind of mumbling to himself. <laughs> I still think this was a huge success for him. He's not going anywhere. I think even though we both think he could have gone home if the Jean Blanc situation played out differently, I think Wills is a potential hometown guy now. Okay. You'll just have to trust me on that one. That is it's interesting that you didn't see the good Wills date after all the things you've said about it. Interesting. <laughs> All right, AB, so you saw the next part. Chris yeah. had a little announcement. Okay. Flew all the way to Park City, Utah, just to say, hey, fellas, no cocktail party. That's it. <laughs> Use your time wisely, but then yep. <laughs> next thing you hear from him, you don't get any time. Hey, Be- think Becca's getting, things are getting serious, fellas. So if I have one piece of advice to give you, it's to take it serious. All right. <laughs> See you guys at the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the rose ceremony and then power rankings and then the proposal. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Garrett and Wills already have roses. As a, Do you think there's any rhyme or... I'm going to read these off and I want you to tell me if there's any rhyme or reason to this order. Mm-hmm. Leo... Colton, Blake, Jason, Connor, Lincoln, John. John needs to get to his paper stacks sooner rather than later. Time's running out on John. Tell him how rich you are, buddy. John is the Venmo guy? Yeah, Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to. He needs some time. He needs some camera time. Uh, I think I like John. He's probably my favorite, like fan favorite right now. I think John's it. He strikes me as he's probably very cool among the people he works and spends time with. But in this group of like ridiculous outgoing characters, he yeah. doesn't stand out much. John in real life would probably be an awesome guy to hang I agree. out with. Chris, David, and Jordan got the final rose, which she did not want to give out <laughs> to him. <laughs> uh, no, there's no rhyme or reason behind those rose that rose order besides jordan being dead last and well and you i mean not only was it the most exciting rose maybe exciting final rose of the season so far but now we have the obvious two on one Mm -hmm. basically if you start a feud and you keep a long-term fight going on with somebody you're gonna make it you're gonna make it this far you're gonna make it this far um no roses criston and nick nick talk about a a nothing contestant a couple of good dudes but no screen time that's how it goes nick was the tracksuit guy right it, yeah yeah so nick's nick's two minutes on screen this episode were god this is a dumb idea this tracksuit <laughs> and then getting sent home <laughs> that was it a little sad about chris don but not surprised no no what do you think is gonna happen well a quick prediction for the two-on-one between jordan and david who's going home i think we got a real opportunity for the villain to win this one room i do too i, do <laughs> I think too. there's a real chance here jordan's got a shot i do too i've never jordan- seen a weaker like hero going against the villain there's never been a weaker one <clears throat> one that's going to be completely t- twisted in a pretzel he's going to be <laughs> dominated uh in terms of just conversation jordan's gonna humiliate him so I- jordan's got a shot here I usually don't think that. Like Chad, Chad wasn't going to get a rose. Chad Johnson or Olivia weren't going to get roses. But, you know, Jordan, he's got a chance. He's fun. You know the whole sport sports thing where, like, did so-and-so win it or did so-and-so lose it? Yeah. I think what was happen is David's going to lose more than Jordan wins this two-on-one day. David's going to say something. I can see that. He's not that cool or nice of a guy. David's going to – it's going to be too much – I don't think Jordan has done enough to be the villain, really. Like, he's not that bad of a guy. He's an, He obviously says some absurd stuff, being a model. But he's not... I don't think of Jordan like, oh, this is like the worst guy like I've thought of with some other people. So he's going to be bringing up these, these little non-issues about Jordan, and it's going to come back to bite him. Most of what Jordan has done 
has been saying stuff to the camera, saying mean things to the camera. Becca mm-hmm. doesn't know that he says those things. And his little things like wearing his underwear and then wearing the gold shorts really aren't as big a deal as the guys have made it out to be. No. I Listen, He's knock got on a shot. wood that he stays. Listen, knock on wood my prediction stays. is Jordan wins this two-on-one. I think so, too. That's what I got. That's why I got bold. A couple bold. of bold, bold predictions. <laughs> yeah, you won't get that anywhere else. I'm ready for my power rankings. And okay. then the rose bag. Forgot about the rose bag. Okay. We'll get you a couple of those. Number four. Only including four because I think we should start doing this hometowns with hometowns in view. Okay. Only the top three can win, though. Number four is Wills. My number three, you can't argue with it anymore. You're frozen in time looking, <laughs> hearing that. Stunned that this man is still here. N- number three thriving. is he's still here. Yeah, he's, he's thriving. thriving. <laughs> he's thriving. Arrow is pointed up for Wills. Number three is Colton. Oh, Not much screen time. Not much drop. screen time. A drop. A big drop. He, he was number one on my list last week. Not much screen time. His only screen time was, again, getting outfoxed by Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> number two is Blake. There's Chuck's kids, AB. And number one is Garrett. That one-on-one date, what are you going to do? I hear you. Let's hear your top four, or however many you got. Number four? Joe the Grocer Rim. He's done. <laughs> still there. He's still number that. four. Still number four. Uh, you ask for four, uh, and I'll give you four. Uh, Joe right. the Grocer is number four. He's sitting at home in Chicago right now. <laughs> He's gonna, The hometown is going to be a surprise visit to his grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Um, number three is don't switch them up for the sake of being different. Don't do that. No, I won't. Wills is not in my top three. Okay. So I'm going to go with Blake. Number three. It's hard to fight. Keep fighting it. Some yeah. do, eventually you just got to, you just got to join the masses and believe in Blake. Okay. Uh, number two is Garrett. Number one is Colton. I think he's still there. I will ask you a question. Did you see the social media feud spat between Tia and Becca, young Becca from last season? Did you see that? Did you hear about that? Yeah, and Raven got involved. It was, yeah. Oh, maybe it was Raven. Yeah, sorry. I get them mixed up. Yeah. Okay. So you know what it's about. Yeah, Becca's saying that basically Colton wants to get back with Tia at the end of all this, right? And am I, did I see that correctly? Sure. That's close enough. Okay. And they, he's basically there for all the wrong reasons. All right. I was just wondering if you saw it. I don't know if yeah. that changes how you feel I about... It. I just... I chose to ignore it. Becca's came out and, like, apologized since then, so I don't know what to believe with that. That's not a spoiler, but I hate when that stuff comes out. This goes back to the, my thing, my long-standing thing that they need to tape this closer to air. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because now there's all this stuff coming out, and it's like, well, now we kind of... I mean... Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Quick rose bag and then quick proposal. Melta. 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 If you would like to be featured on the rose bag, we're not going to be able to get to all of them this week, unfortunately, because I'm melting. Um, please text seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. First up, good questions this week. We'll probably get to four or five of them. Good questions. Two one four area code. Do you guys think they would have edited out Garrett's bloodline comment before we knew what a douchebag he was? <laughs> are are they going to show us his creepy side now? Um, AB, do you know what she's referring to or he? No. 
So Garrett, when he was talking about his kind of this shame he felt from getting divorced, he said, no one in my bloodline has ever gone through that. Yeah. I remember him saying that. It felt a little weird. If you want to make a leap, bloodline implies like- No one prob- says no one says bloodline unless they're talking- ah. Unless you're talking about like enslaving another- person yeah it's, it's it implies <laughs> like people you, yeah it imp- i mean if again this is one of those things where if we didn't know what we know no it wouldn't have crossed yeah. anyone's mind but because we do it implies maybe that he believes in like pure breeding of his sure sure like, sure not you know what I mean? yeah i mean that so, kind of, uh, that i th- i had that thought cross my mind but i just ignored it okay um are they going to show us this creepy side now that the news is out. I don't think so because I think it's he might be the all... winner. He might be the winner, so it's really unfortunate for ABC. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're in a tough spot. Yeah. Allegra from New Jersey. Thanks for the text, whoever that was. Allegra from New Jersey. Hi, Raymond AB. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the laughs and hard hitting analysis. You're welcome, Allegra. All right, next up. No, let's get to her. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I noticed that on Becca and Garrett's one on one date. The Olympians were, in part, a political statement in support of the LB- LGBT community. I was obviously watching closely to gauge his reaction. Reaction. Do you think the producers cut this segment in a special way to make him seem less problematic? Also, do you think the two-month marriage will give Becca cause for concern? What do you think, AB? Do you think that was trickily edited, and do you th- are you are you do you think Becca has some trepidation? Yes, and yes. Uh, I think they're going to – having a guy go that deep, they're going to edit him in a good light, I feel like. Um, and Becca might have – it's going to come up again. I'll put it that way. Wise words. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the text, Allegra. Kate, KT from Charlotte. You know who wouldn't lie to Becca and tell her he loves her when he doesn't? Grocery, Grocery Joe. Grocery Joe, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, my thoughts exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He really wouldn't have done that. No, no, I mean, no, no. You should have seen that coming. <laughs> 832 area code. I just started listening to your podcast, and I think you're hilarious. Thanks, Thank 832. Um, I was just watching the episode, and whenever Colton and Jordan started fighting, did Colton call Jordan a homophobic slur? Mm-hmm. Also, are you like, that took me by surprise as well. Also, how are you liking Becca as the Bachelorette? Anyone you'd like to see as the bachelor from this horrid group of guys? There's three questions in there, AB. What do you got? That's a little strong to call this a horrid group of guys, first off. Let me touch on that. Don't you think okay. that's a little harsh? There's some guy there's some good guys out here. I, I mean, think there's the, a lot of this a lot the of them scumbags are getting, are getting headlines. That's the Yeah, thing. that's headlines. the problem. There's a lot of there's a lot of big time headlines coming out about some of the guys. Lincoln, Colton, Garrett have all had controversial stuff come out lincoln obviously by far the worst stuff but yeah uh i wouldn't say this is a bad group of guys necessarily do you see any bachelors in here uh yeah colton okay yeah yeah me too me too G- garrett obviously can't be at this point how do you like becca's the bachelorette i like her taking she she handles her business Yep. She's she's super strong in all of her decisions she stands by them and she does them quickly sure Sure. I'm for whatever reason, she's not. I agree with everything you said. She's maybe not as fun or like, I don't know, outgoing, funny as maybe some other bachelorettes we've had, but she's fine. She's totally fine. Mm -hmm. And like, like we've said before, she seems more normal than most bachelorettes that we've seen. Yep. Down to earth. Lastly, 
what do you think Colton called Jordan that was bleeped out? It was very I, short. I didn't hear. I didn't even see this. Didn't catch it. Here's my. Here's my. So Colton kept calling Jordan a clown. Yeah. Which they didn't bleep out. I think they bleeped out when he called him a clown. Some of the time, because Jordan goes, "You're calling me a boo," talking about respect, and then you know there's a couple beeps back and forth. And I thought, what did he call him? <laughs> I don't think I don't think it was the word she's saying. I think it was maybe a B. Maybe he called him a B word. Okay. I don't think he called. I don't think he called him that. I really, I think they bleeped out clown to make it seem more serious <laughs> than it was. Yeah. I, I kind of, I'm kind of with you there. I didn't even catch that they bleeped anything out. Truthfully, I was over this conversation. Really. Yeah. It was it, again. Like we said, it was one of those things. It happens every season, and this was a particularly boring incident. Jasmine from Canada, Ottawa. Remini B, how awkward was the bathing suit portion of the proposal? Do you think they'll adjust the format? No. Do you think the contestants <laughs> were all rejected applicants from The Bachelor? Let's talk about the proposal, A.B. Let's here's, talk. Let's dig deep. A, let, me, let me know what's going on here. Here's how this goes. There's a dude or a girl behind um, this awesome, like, gate, and you can't see him, and it's okay. great. <laughs> First, let me say that this show is terrible. This is a terrible, <laughs> trash show. But I enjoyed watching it. And by the end, I was like, who's he going to pick? Who's he going to pick? <laughs> they they try, literally trot out like 15 women. Then they he picks a few based on, I think, looks alone. Only looks. And then the next, after the break, they come out. And then they're in bathing suits. Okay. So then they come out and they, when you're in a bathing suit, you kind of like tell them like, so what's the basically your whole thing on life. What's the bathing suit section about? Well, you just go out there and you're, you're in a bathing suit and you, everybody takes a turn. And you're like, this is kind of, you get the microphone. You're like, this is what I'm about in life. And it's like three <laughs> sentences. And then you go back in line and then he eliminates some people. The bathing, bathing suits in general make me cringe. It's weird. It's yeah. weird, especially yeah. And some of them didn't. Some of them looked more like lingerie than bathing suits. And some of them, some people took it to mean like I'm at the beach wear and not sure. like in the pools. It was very bizarre. Um, and then I don't know. Long story short, there was just a couple more rounds. It was an only an hour long. And at the end, two people got married or two people got engaged. And the guy had a the guy had a uh, uh, an amputated foot because I think he was a firefighter or something. So his foot was amputated, and like he didn't reveal that until there was three people left, and you could see. But he he it was messed up, baby. He goes, <laughs> "How would you?" He before revealing this to the 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 women, he he said he asked one of them, "How would you feel about dating an, uh, an amputee?" Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh," <laughs> so like you could see her go like, "Oh," and then oh. Scram will be like, "I'd be open to it." Uh, I don't know. And then, and then he was like, "By the way, my foot was amputated," and then he kicked her off because of that answer. Okay, so the, here's my question: So th- this, they get engaged. Is there going to be any follow up to let us know what happened? They showed us a photo of them two happy, but it could have been like right outside of the studio, for all we know. Um, I want obviously, I want to see a follow up. Yeah. What is the story behind all these people? Why are they why do they want to get engaged? On a ridiculous TV so show bad. like this? Is there any sort of background on why these people have no, chose to do I this? I think I think he was like thirty young thirties and a lot of the okay. contest I think all the contestants were thirty plus. Some a couple okay. up in their upper thirties and over forty. I think the show is preying on like 
hope it's getting late. You better get married. So that that idea that like you can't sure. get married that late in life. Yeah. So they're I don't think you'd like it. Frankly, it was weird. Well, hold yeah, on. As soon as I said that, you don't think I like that? This, All the things you've said have been extremely negative about this show, but I'm still very interested and I will tune in. You're kind of watching episode. and you're like, this is so ridiculous, but I didn't change it and I didn't want to change it. No, you're not going to change it. You're not going to change it. It comes down to two people and like someone gets rejected and someone gets picked. And the person who gets rejected is just like, so shit. And then they walk off the stage. <laughs> is, the, is the person that got rejected, were there tears? No, but there was embarrassment. There was embarrassment. And the guy didn't even reveal his face until there were two left. And the one he ended up with was not jazzed when he revealed. I think he was a pretty good looking guy. He's okay. better looking than I am. And she, he came out and she was like, oh, I hope I don't get picked. <laughs> you can see her. You can see it change from being like, I want to win to I don't think I want to win anymore. This is an in. It's an interesting move by this company. Um, when the, one of their most popular shows, The Bachelor and Bachelorette, people are always so negative about it because it's not because uh, it seems fake and it's not a way to really find love. And then they go the complete other way and make it even, you know, it's it's a game show that realistically is even way worse way to find love. They're just embra- they're embracing what they in the past have been criticized for. The only thing they could do to make it worse is like all the people have scummy histories. <laughs> like take all the <laughs> like everybody here's a convict. It is you're right though. We've said I think this season the season should the seasons of the Bachelor and Bachelor should be longer by two weeks. Sure, sure. Because we want to see that. And you're right, they're going they're it's taking the, the worst way. part. They're distilling the worst part and putting <laughs> it on TV. They're embracing the trash of their TV show. Um, I will say also, you can't be against a man and a man or a woman and a woman getting married and be okay with this show because no, nothing spits in the face of the institution of marriage <laughs> more than the proposal. Okay, people who don't know each other getting engaged within an hour is in, is pure insanity. Yep. Anyway, yeah, check it out. It's fine. Jesse, uh, <laughs> Jesse, watch. what's his name? Jesse, Jesse uh, Palmer. Jesse Palmer hosts it. He does a pretty good job. It's, it's, uh, I don't think it's going to last. I think it's a summer popcorn guilty pleasure show. Sure. sure. All right. Um, thanks to everyone who texted in. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, the mailbag, 773-2347. Sorry, I'm losing my mind in this heat, AB. Uh, <laughs> 773-2347794. The Twitter is uh, at Rosecast. Yes, not good tweets last night. Sorry. Okay. Air conditioning's out. This wasn't the best episode. Off my game. Instagram, at Rosecast Podcast. And thanks uh some nice reviews this week, AB. I don't know if you saw those. Uh, pretty nice. We appreciate we that appreciate on the Apple those. Podcast. We appreciate that. And hey, someone out there, Google just released a podcast app for Android. We don't have Androids. Okay? We're not geeks. So if any of you have <laughs> if any of you have Androids and can you check and see if we're on this app cuz if not I need to get us on the Google Podcast app. I don't know, I can't do it. I need we need your help. <laughs> so, so so send us an email or let us know. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Geeks.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 